0: Welcome to issue 87 of Critical Encounters, a podcast about Marvel Champions, a living card game by Fantasy Flight Games. Here we take a good look at that most critical piece of the game, the encounter sets. We'll discuss those poorly understood characters, unfairly labeled villains and their various plans to shape humanity and benefit the planet. Oh, there's some down here in small text. Oh yeah, as well as these so-called <laughs> heroes intent on thwarting them. Yes, yes. I am one of your hosts, Mike, and joining me tonight is my good friend Daniel. Hey Daniel. Hey my brother what's
1: up? I'm <laughs> oh, doing all right. How are you? I was thinking as you were reading I'm like, wow, this is the most nicely read intro for a long time. And then you just ruined it at the end. Oh, well. Wow. No, I liked it. I liked what you did there. <laughs> but I was like, hey, he's really f- flying along there. And at a certain anyway. point
0: it just becomes rote, right? <laughs> it does. I, and... I say it in this
1: I say it in the shower every morning. <laughs>
0: Well, I have to because every once in a while, uh, I I'm not on the right page, or you know, yeah. Steve will forget to put the the outro in the notes, and then it'll get to me, and I'll have to you know go by memory. And happened one I'll... time, one time. <laughs> yeah. Hi, Steve. Hi, What's Mike. <laughs> How's it going? It's going good, good. Uh, glad to hear you're doing well. Yeah. Oh yeah. As I can tell it's gonna be one of those nights already. It's good. Oh, good. Oh, good, because this one's not going to be a huge one, so we we need those moments tonight. That's right. Speaking of, I think this is as good a time as any to kick up our feet and ask Daniel what's on his mind tonight. Thanks for asking. Daniel, what's on your mind tonight?
1: Well, Mike, two things are on my mind tonight. The first thing is, it's been a while, Steve, since I have taken an opportunity to thank you for all the work you do for this show. Oh, thank you. I'm trying to make a habit of it because you work really hard. Yeah, that's true. He does all of our all editing, this stuff. like you're the editor. You do the sound, like all the stuff is you, and you bring us together every Tuesday, and I'm grateful. So I just want to want that. Out, I want that out there again.
0: You're welcome. I have a lot of fun. Yeah, I mean, think about the stuff that you guys are hearing right now in your ear holes, and <laughs> think about the stuff he has to cut every week. That's a lot, and he does the the cover artwork and yeah. gets our show notes together. You know. Yeah. So I'm to blame. If it's not any good. And that whip really hurts. It does. It does. My back. (sighs) (laughs) It's a joy to do. It's a joy to do.
1: One of the reasons I bring this up, Steve, is because all the time that we get nice things said about us on reviews, really, you're the one that is owed those kind words. And I want to read a few comments that we got.
2: Yeah, but that's unfair because I think the listeners are tuning in for your witty repartee. So...
1: Oh, that's very kind but I have neither wit nor repartee but anyway I want to read two reviews that we've got recently um, I'll read the, the most recent first this is from uh, JJEMCM so I'm going to call him J-G-M-N-R. he says it's an enjoyable show I'll be looking forward to the coverage of the new heroes and expansions very funny very so I funny think, yeah, I- I'm hoping he's kind of being cheeky right and then we've got Uh, just last week from dear friend of the show, Board Game Lawyer. Not all villains are bad, he's titled his review. If anyone asks, who's your favorite villain? I respond, it's a tie between Vardane, Wandering Took, Big Foam Loaf, and the truth. Thank you all for making an otherwise boring Tuesday into an all-out fun villain day, and for breathing so much life into the game I love, Marvel Champions. Please keep creating the content. Thank you, board game lawyer. Yeah, thank you. Um, Yeah. Villain Day. That should be a thing. Let's make that a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Villain Day. I mean, every Tuesday. His
2: his review is very nice and everything. I mean, it's not really a tie. I think I'm the best villain, but, you know, whatever. Everyone can have their own opinion.
0: Everyone always thinks they're the best.
1: Mm -hmm. You're definitely the most useful villain. And the truth is dead, so it's down to the three of us. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I was, I was with Mustafa a couple nights ago. We, we had a game night, oh, good, and we played a co-op, and he was still antagonistic. <laughs> so he's a good villain. Good kid. Anyway, Steve, what are we all about tonight?
2: Oh, I was, I was asking you, what did you guys play?
1: Oh, I'm sorry, we played Heroes of Terranoth. Oh, I love that game. Yeah, it's a great love game it. for for those of you listening. There was a game called Warhammer. Warhammer Quest. Adventure Game? Warhammer, Warhammer Adventure, Adventure Game, yeah.
0: Quest.
1: And it, it's by the Sadler Brothers. Um, and it was a great design and brilliant. And then it was one of those licenses that FFG lost. So they rethemed it to their kind of cliche fantasy realm, tear enough. Um, But, you know, just it's the same game, more or less. And it's just great. Yeah. It's, it's a great cooperative card game. It's a lot of fun. So that's what we played.
0: It's like a little side scheme we did there. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Tonight oh boy, this is exciting. Tonight we are reviewing a, a hefty encounter set. Is that right? Is that right, Steve?
2: Hefty? Well we we're definitely doing a a modular set here, yeah.
0: Yep. This is this is a doozy. This is a great one.
2: It is. Have you... you sure see it a lot. You see it a lot. Do you see all of the cards a lot? That's the question.
0: Uh when you're playing Ronin you do. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: All right, let's 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 stop being cryptic. What are we doing oh, today?
2: Okay. We are going to do the Badoon Headhunter set, which is oh. five cards, five by title. So Now, there's huh. a little bit here. When we play campaign, there are very specific rules for this modular set. You know, you're going to play with one, and then maybe you put in more, maybe you don't. But this is a regular modular encounter set. If you look in the official fact 1.4. It tells you that that there are eight modular sets in Galaxy's Most Wanted, and the very first one they list is Badoon Headhunter. So you can just put it into any encounter that you want to play, and off you go.
1: And maybe at the end of reviewing the set, we'll ask ourselves, well, why wouldn't we?
0: I mean, I'm looking for a new set to put in, so that's going to be my next one right there.
1: I have
2: played it now in Claw and in Red Skull. Uh, In a Red Skull, you need two sets, so I put the Band of Badoon in as well. To just, like, go all, all in on the Badoon. It's a pretty fun modular set. There's some tough cards in there, so.
0: this strikes me okay. as a very fun one to put in cloth. For reasons that we'll get to, but we're jumping ahead. We're jumping ahead, that's right. Uh, I don't think we should start with the cards yet. I think no, we I should agree. have story time with Steve. Oh, yeah. oh can
2: we, please? Yep. Yeah, pull up your little cushions and sit down. Uh, <laughs> I wanted to find more stories with the Badoon in them. I could not find any specific Badoon headhunter stories. But I went out there, and I found a great series, uh, Gamora 1 through 5, from 2016. It's just a nice little compact storyline. And in it, we do get to see the Badoon. This is maybe a newer version of the Guardian stuff. But at this point, Gamora is, uh,
0: well, she's one of us. So that's pretty nice. It's the, it's the same era that the, the artwork that we see started. It all started around 2015, 2016. Right. So in this
2: one, we learned that all the Zenhuberis, that's Gamora's people, the name of those people, they were all killed, genocide by the Badoon, except for Gamora. That's different than, say, like the MCU version where it's Thanos doing it. This is the Badoon doing it. In order to, you know, she wants some revenge. She was going to infiltrate... The Badoon... uh, There's a Badoon royal coronation going on where the son of uh, their leader called the Brother Royale is getting coronated. So she's going to go and murder them all. And the whole setup is like a birthday gift from Thanos for her. So like, yay, bloody birthday party. Um, and, And during parts of it, Nebula's there. And poor Nebula, like, nobody even knows when her birthday is. She is... Thanos says, you weren't even born, you were just upcycled, like she's sort of just a piece of recycled garbage. Like, She gets treated terribly in this by Thanos, Um, uh, while Gamora is, like, the favored daughter. So the story, it turns out that Thanos, like, sicks Gamora on the Badoon, and it's all sort of a distraction, because he wants to get his hands on a piece of the elemental, which is that energy from the Big Bang that we talked about in issue 86. I, I believe it's the same. It's, it's a piece of that same material uh, that we talked about with the collector. So Gabor goes and she kills the, the king and the prince and all the royal line. So she thinks, trying to get her revenge for all of her people being slaughtered. But Nebula discovers that there's a princess of the Badoon. And this is that part where one of the, the Badoon says, uh, what's a daughter? Like, they, they don't even know what daughters are. It's very weird society it's that nonsensical line that just don't think about it right so uh gamora goes hunting for this daughter eventually because she needs to finish off killing the royal line so that she'll be at peace finally uh for all the slaughter of her people so she ends up on this planet Ublix, Ublek. i don't know that's like some weird thing that my kids make in science class but um This planet is caught in a gravitational pull of a black hole, and it's, like, starting to peel apart, so there's all this crazy stuff happening there. And that's where the princess was exiled to. Now, she's some sort of weird half-breed, like, she's half Badoon and half maybe human, maybe something else. She looks very humanish with green hair and some partial scales and things like that because she's the daughter from that Brother Royale's – one of his concubines, which was some sort of slave woman. It turns out that this half-breed princess is actually working for a bunch of Zen who what's their peoples, that are actually hiding out in the planet. So she's working for Gamora's people, like what those that are left. So there's this like conflict between uh, Gamora, and she finds her people, and wanting to murder this woman because she's the last of the line, but she needs this woman. And there's all sorts of interesting things. There's a bounty hunter. There's face pirates. There's that elemental. There's Badoon. Um, it's, it's a fun comic. The only problem I have with this one is at the end, we lose Gamora, and she has that change of heart. And, you know, she stops being a villain, and off she goes to be a hero.
0: So, ugh.
1: Ugh. yeah, Yeah.
0: Yep. Yeah. Aggravating. But um, counterpoint to the Badoon uh, killing off all her people. They're dicks. Her people are. Yeah. The Zen Bears. Yes, they are.
2: They're, they're awful, awful. Yep. They're, and you see that uh, in this one, too. So. And the whole thing is out there on Marvel Unlimited, so you can read the whole, the whole thing in one go. Cool. So. Yeah. It, it was fun. It, I, I like there was a character called Klaxon, and he says he's, he's a bounty hunter, and he says something like, well, you hired a space pirate. And I was think, just thinking, ooh, space pirates. So ah. <laughs> plays right into it all. Fantastic.
1: Another great story from Steve. That's a good one. Thanks, man. Yep. Before we start with the cards, can I have a confe- can I make a confession to you guys?
0: Hmm. Okay. What is it?
1: You're not a secret hero, are you? I'm not a secret hero, but I'm also not a very smart or observant villain. I always thought, until looking at the show notes right this minute that the Badoon Headhunter was unique. It's not. You're right. He's just some dude. Yep. Oh yeah. I guess it makes sense in the campaigns to kill him every time, or you defeat him, or whatever. But like, yeah,
2: it keeps coming back. Yeah, him not being unique means you cannot use that weapon, God Slayer, which works pretty nicely in like a Gamora or a Venom deck. Um, You don't get the bonus against him, which is kind of shocking Mm -hmm. because he's such a powerful minion.
1: Do we have any other? Non-unique minion with the villainous keyword? Can't imagine we do. Non-unique. Like, I thought that was sort of reserved for,
0: like, super dudes. Is Kang unique? Or is he unique, but his subtitle makes him not the same Kang?
1: Hmm. I think he is unique, right? Aren't his subtitles, like, the only one of them? Yeah, I'm thinking Master of Time. Hmm. Hmm,
0: I think that might be it. Yeah, Yeah. Uh, I think you might be right.
1: Hmm. So I think I just... In my in my little head cannon, I, I, I put the in front of his name, you know? Yes. Oh, that's the Badoon Headhunter. Yeah, I think I did too. Not a Badoon Headhunter. So yeah. Hmm. Just want to say that. I want to I want to get it out of my chest. It was burning, it was burning a hole through me.
2: Well, why don't you tell us about the rest of him?
1: Well, I'm happy to do that. So Badoon Headhunter is a non-unique minion with one scheme, one attack, seven hit points, and the Badoon trait he has victory too um and he's villainous and a special boost icon that puts him into play engaged with you you're not dodging this guy the villainous is fantastic oh yeah love villainous favorite keyword obviously
0: yeah you think i just want to attack It could be up to four
2: it could be more so
1: yeah and if he comes out on the boost icon he attacks you right away right Yep, he will attack you that pace. So there you are, you've already defended, and you've figured that all out, and bam. Yep.
0: Yeah. Where this guy becomes really troublesome is when you don't want the victory points. So that's specific to Galaxy's Most Wanted, the campaign. Yes, victory points do lots of awesome things to you, but they also do other rough things to you. So, well, I'm sure we'll talk about that later, but that victory to you on him means if you don't want those points and he comes out early, you are soaking a villainous attack every turn.
1: I think you just take the point hit.
0: Yep. With villainous, that could be up to a four point hit.
1: No, I mean like you you just kill him and put him in the victory display.
0: Oh, I see. Yeah. yeah like mm-hmm. yeah, I gotta be smart about it, but
2: he does boy. not end up in the collection because of the victory points. So when you're playing against collector one, mm-hmm. that, that's beneficial.
1: Cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well I like him. I think he's a powerful minion. Yeah, he's fun. He's way up there. So yeah, I think he's great as a villain. I like seeing him pop up, I especially obviously, like him showing up as a boost card. Yep. Okay. Next card.
0: On the hunt. It's a treachery. Surge. Get used to that. When revealed, (laughs) choose to either take two damage or discard one card at random from your hand. It's got one boost icon and the special boost. Give the villain one additional boost card for this activation. This is why it's great with claw. Oof. Just keep piling it on. Yep. Yeah. Third boost card. So it's I mean, no matter what the text is, it's hard to say no to a surge card because it surges. The heroes have nothing uh, to combat
2: surge. Right. Uh, Scarlet Witch, I think, has one card that just cancels the whole card outright. That's it. Right.
1: Yep. And I believe that there's a preparation card that, if a surge happens, oh, I see. Okay. Oh. Okay. You get some. You get something, but you don't cancel the surge. Right. You get to draw two extra cards. Got it. Yeah. Well, taking two
0: damage, depending on where you are in the game, that might be good or bad. Discarding one card at random from your hand is always bad.
1: Oh, random. Yep. That's the killer.
0: Right? It's a simple card. It's effective. I like it. Yeah, the the artwork is on it. It's great. I
2: just like that shot of that character there.
0: Yeah. yeah. Now, something to note is that this is all uncredited art, which means it's from the comics. So there is a comic run we're missing. True, true. Uh, you know what? I very well could have read it and just forgot about it. I was reading a lot of Guardian stuff. Hmm.
1: I Like the theme of on the hunt too.
0: Yes, yes. You know, never know when you're going to get you know hit for two. You're going to lose your resources.
1: Yeah, like he's 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 either found you and you've just got away, but he beat you up a little bit, or like you've expended some resources, make putting more distance. I just think it's great.
0: Yeah, but it doesn't distract you from the main villain, which is why it surges. It's an additional challenge. Great. Mm-hmm. Awesome. All right, Steve. Okay, dead to
2: rights. It's a treachery. It also has Surge. When revealed, exhaust your identity. If you cannot place two threat on the main scheme, as a single boost icon and a special boost, give the villain one additional boost card for this activation.
0: So, seeing a theme. Yeah. That's wonderful.
2: So it's got the Surge and the bonus boost card, so it's extra. Like you said, it's not... It, it, it's its own little thing that's piling on. But the when revealed, if you are already z- exhausted... You're putting two threat on. I just played a game, and this lost me the game. It pushed two threat on the main scheme because I had exhausted to defend, and boom, two more threat went up. So um, Mm -hmm. it had me dead to rights.
1: I'm putting this card in top five encounter cards.
0: Pretty good. And it's because you don't get the choice, which is appropriate for this card. I know we like choice, but in this case... If you let the players choose most of the time, except for Steve's situation, they're gonna place the threat on the scheme. This is saying, no, 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 you have to exhaust your identity first.
1: Yeah. Yep. No, I, this is brutal. Yeah. And then this and then after you've exhausted your identity, it surges. Surges.
0: yeah. <laughs> and yeah. yeah, and two threats. So you're not gonna thwart that off.
1: <laughs> yeah, right. that's an exciting card. It's mean. Yep. I love it. That's
0: good. Absolutely love it. Okay, hey, Daniel, you're up.
1: Right, I'll take the other minion, also non-unique. The Headhunters, oh, sorry, Headhunters, henchman. He's a minion with one scheme, two attack, eight hit points with the Badoon trait. He surges as well. Oh, man. And he has patrol, which is another great keyword, and three boost icons. Yeah. So, guys, the guy's henchman is stronger than he is. (laughs) Yes, but look at the artwork for the
0: Badoon Headhunter. Do you see that guy in the back who's so tall you can't see his head? He's wearing the same armor as the henchman. Yeah, that's him back there, right? Yep, the henchman's the bruiser.
1: I, I guess. I feel like he could run the show, though, if he wanted to. Ah, uh, but he's not villainous. I guess not. He doesn't he have, like, the intellectual chops for the job.
0: Yeah, right. or the surprise yeah. three boost icons. I mean,
2: he is sort of just wielding a crowbar, so, you know, oh. the wrecker in him probably should go up against each other.
0: Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, that kind of takes away from the... <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. Well, that's why it not yeah. Villainous. It's just he hits you with a big, heavy metal stick. Yeah. I saw this. I picked it up. Yeah.
2: <laughs> you can't thwart his boss's schemes until you get past him, which is kind of cool. I like that yeah. he has patrol. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Patrol's a fun keyword.
2: I like it. Mm-hmm. Especially if, you know, extra threats getting put out there from Debt to Rights or, you know, Badoon Hen hunter is scheming with Villainous. It, it can pile on. Yep. Eight health.
1: Yeah, this is a big fella. Yeah.
0: All right, final card in this set. And if you've played through the Galaxy's Most Wanted expansion, this is the one that appears when you get to Ronin, if you've beaten the Headhunter multiple times. And it is the sole reason why I don't farm for victory points when I play solo. This is Fugitive Recovery. It is a side scheme. Surge, of course. It starts with two threat, and it has the Hinder three per player. And it has the crisis icon with three boost icons, yeah, uh, surge again <laughs> a great cra- yeah. inevitably you get this, which surges into something like cannonade, and there's already the main scheme you're constantly dealing with, and there's so many side scheme boosts going on with that scenario that this one can just hamstring you,
2: yeah, and solo has five threat for a crisis.
0: Yeah, and it surges. It is a lot of threat in solo. Yeah. So this is you can you can play around this. This is a challenge. This is great. Um, Throw it in another set, and I think it's a it's a good card. Just be aware that in some scenarios, this can be something you actually have to think and plan around.
2: I would love to play a game where this surges into the henchman, into the dead to rights, into the
0: on the hunt, into the (laughs) dune headhunter. Well, that's just it, right? Plays two threat on the main, and you can't get rid of it. Yeah. That's crazy. And you can't patrol or you can't get uh scheme off the main anyways, because this patrol headhunter is a henchman out. Yep.
1: Patrol and crisis? Yeah. Yeah. Well the the best round, Steve, would be if the villain attacks you, the boost is the headhunter.
0: Yes. Oh yeah. Okay.
1: Then as you're going through the you know, the encounter card stage phase, bam bam, bam, all four of them surge into each other.
2: Yeah, and then you get some other oh. card from the villain set. Uh the villain schemes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. There, there might be too much surge on this. I mean, some people might say that uh, there's there's a lot of surge
0: here.
1: Now, do you think that's because really this set is meant to be a culminating campaign set? I mean, yeah. So if you're playing in campaign
2: mode, might as well talk about that for a second. You're putting yeah. the Badoon head, You're putting sorry, you're putting Badoon Headhunter into the encounter deck. If you defeat him. You are then adding on the hunt. If you defeat him again, you're then adding dead to rights, right? Right. So each time you defeat Badoon Headhunter, you're adding another one. So you could play the whole You're adding adding
0: another one to the next scenario. Correct. Yes, the next scenario. When you go to setup,
2: it'll say, you know, did you you beat him? Put the next one in. Is the next one in? Okay, add the next one. So it it builds on itself. So you could play a whole campaign where it's only Badoon Headhunter and you never put the rest of the cards in if you're like Mike and you're just not killing him but by
1: itself... If you're a cowardly hero. Yeah, yeah. yeah. well,
2: that's, like, redundant. Is there any other I time? guess that's
1: redundant. Yeah. yeah.
2: Um, but as a set itself, if you put it in there, you know, it's surging, it's only got five cards, so, yeah. like, I put it in Claw, and you only added five cards to that deck. He's drawing two boost cards, a turn, maybe more, because of uh, Dead to Rights and On the Hunt, and then, when you're drawing these, he's surging, so he's flying through his encounter deck. Um, So it it really, I mean, it ramps up the difficulty, but I, I found it enjoyable. I didn't think it was like so hard that it was like, ah, I don't like this. It was, it was fun, but it was definitely a challenge.
1: I would think he'd be harder not in Claw because these things are more difficult when they're revealed from the encounter deck, not as boost, right? True. But I mean, in Claw, they're coming, they could, you could get them as a boost. I guess he just rapid fires him through his deck. Yeah.
2: Right. So two of them. Actually, they're all great in Claw because one of them you get to put the headhunter into play if he's one of the boosts. The other two give you another boost, which means Claw's hitting even yeah. harder. The other two have three boost icons on them. So <laughs> yeah. yeah, you could you could you know add a add another boost and it's another three. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot there. So
1: I re- I retract my ignorant statement. Oh.
2: Good good happily okay, happily doing. Right. I'm glad yeah. to see you're coming around.
1: Okay, so. <laughs> I'm not sure that that could be more villain than I'm ready for to be quite honest. Speaking of honesty again, guys, guess what? What? Taken as a whole, I'm giving this modular set an A plus.
0: I was going to do the same (sighs) thing.
1: All right. Yeah. Yeah. Absolute home run. I I don't know if Boggs and Caleb wanted this one ever put in as a modular (laughs) set, even though you can like, but it sure wraps up. Ramps up the difficulty. It is great. I'm sure it crossed their minds at the very least. Right? Oh yeah, someone it's someone's like going to do this to make the game harder for themselves, and I think that's wonderful. Oh, it's so good. And every card is good, no matter how it comes out. Yep. Yeah, there's there's no dud. There's no, or there's not even a card that could possibly not hurt at a, at a given moment. Right? They all sting, and it's great.
2: Yeah, I like to the artwork, like the theme that runs through the artwork is great. So th- yes. they pick good pieces. You know, the head hu- henchman and the headhunter are on a piece together. Dead to rights, he's holding the same weird crystal thing. Like, it just feels good. You know, there's Star-Lord, and then there's Star-Lord captured. I mean, I like seeing Star-Lord thrown in
0: jail, so that's great. So. Oh, boy. Play Star-Lord against this. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Especially, yeah, play it the way I play it. Reckless. Huh?
2: I mean, what could go wrong?
1: What could go wrong? Oh, when you were here Steve, you and your ki- your kid. <laughs> yeah, a lot Star Lord <laughs> just had just had a pile of encounter cards every turn. Here's my first of five. Oh, this would have been brutal. Yep. Love it. Fun Love set. it.
2: Go put it in a Fun. go put it in a
0: scenario and give it a try.
1: Yeah, put it in Rhino. Expert oh, Rhino. Yeah, yeah. It could it could be it could make
0: it a challenge. Yeah, let's re-record that episode you released a couple of weeks ago.
1: Let's do it. <laughs> let's say that we uh Put this in Rhino. I mean, you know, anything that puts threat on the main scheme for Rhino is great. So dead to rights there showing up at an inopportune time. It's as bad or worse than advance. So
0: All right. Well, why don't I tell the fine folks where they can find us? Hey, do you have a bounty out on you and you need a place to lay low? Let us know. You can email us at criticalencounterspod at gmail.com. We are critical encounters on Facebook. And you can find our YouTube channel by searching for Critical Encounters Podcast. And on Discord, we are Vardane, Big Foam Loaf, and Wandering Took. If you like our show, tell your friends. If you don't like our show, tell your enemies. Hey, hey, Peter, how you liking those bars? Huh? Huh? Why don't you take us out? must have done something really bad in a previous life.
2: Hey, it's Steve from the future. So we did exactly what we were talking about. We finished recording our episode, we hopped on TTS, and we played a 3 player game of Expert Rhino with Badoon Headhunter in it. If you check out our YouTube channel, you'll find it there right now.